Hello, friends. We're back after a two-month hiatus. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, we're back uh, with some familiar faces. If you've seen our shows before, let's first start with the top left corner. We have Hiyu, Admiral. Hey. Hello. Uh, and then we have next in the bottom left corner <laughs> of your screen is Alamin, Mr. Secretary of War. Hello. And uh, last but not least, Mr. Storm, another Admiral. Stormstrike. Hello. And I am still an admiral. <laughs> and as usual, the I last am last admiral. Yeah, the last, the first and the last. <laughs> the first and the last, yeah. Let's jump right into it. What in the world is happening to GHA? Let's, uh, it's just, you guys, let's just jump in there. Who wants to start? Well, this is still called GHA News, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, I think it would be just a little bit presumptuous for us to say that GHA is entirely dissolving, but uh, I think we're going to be going through some very, very significant changes right now as uh, several groups, in, including Reapers, are uh, bidding goodbye and uh, heading off to, to go in and play the game in some other areas. So... Um, you know, I think we're going to see a very different-looking GHA uh, when this week is out. Yeah. Everything's developing so fast. So, Red One, we saw the announcement today. You guys are leaving. So, uh, how about... Who wants to go next? Storm or Hayu? Yeah, Hayu. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we are have made it official today. We had an all-hands with the Corp, um, and we're, we're moving on as well. We're actually uh, gonna take eight MG to Freeport mode and let anybody dock um, here after the next twenty four hours. So pretty exciting. Some different things. All right. <laughs> Last one, least. Again, Stone. <laughs> uh, well, I uh, just just before this meeting, I was uh, reading the announcement from my CEO Cardinal that uh, Odin has decided to leave. Um, and I, I think it's very sad, to be honest. Um, yeah. I was, I was here from the start. I have been a part of the military build-up and organizing from the beginning. Um, uh, in the background from from the start, and then um, later, me and Hayu uh, was promoted into admirals um, <laughs> at the same I time. Yeah. Same day, same, same minute. <laughs> um, and um, we have been working side by side from that moment on. Um, and Hayu had a little break after some <laughs> dispute with, uh, with uh, Raw. Um, I wish you could... Fortunately, I'm sorry. I wish we could for, get for all fortunately, that. <laughs> he was the first. For, for, fortunately, how you come back to me, and yeah, yeah. Um, we, we we had a good thing uh, for a very long time. Um, but as every empire that has ever been in the world, and in Eve, everything comes to an end, and I fear that this will be the end of the Golden Horde we know today. Um, we are 
the three last uh, founding corporations that are pulling out of the Golden Horde. So every, <laughs> everyone that is left now is is new to the Golden Horde. Uh, they was wasn't there uh, when it was mm-hmm. founded. So I, I think uh, it's, it's it's weird. I think it's still very fair to say that the people who are left, the people, there are still individuals and corps and, and quite a few of them that are working to, to keep the, you know, the golden horde going. Um, what it's going to look like when all that's done is, is, is probably very much up in the air right now, but I really want to, I really want to make a point of calling out to the people who are, are, are still trying to create that dream just because we've each decided that, it's better for our own memberships if we go somewhere else. Um, I know uh, Odin was a big, big fan of, you know, opening that up for a vote and making sure all their members are, are part of that conversation. Um, I know in Red One, we we started that a little bit more from a leadership side and then reached out to our members and said, hey, look, here are the options. This is the option that we think is going to be best for us. Give us your feedback. It was very, very heavy support for what we're trying to do. Um, I actually have a little bit less view into how things went in, in uh, Xanadu, but at the end of the day, like just a, like as an example, um, even in the last day here, we've had uh, we we had an incident where whether by mistake or by on purpose, uh, somebody kind of tried to cripple the uh, a lot of the bots that work in the Horde server, and just as an example. We may be leaving, but we're still there trying to get those bots back up and running and, and get that working so that the people who are staying and want to stay and build GHA into what they vision it being have that opportunity. Like, we really don't want to burn everything down as we leave. We really want to keep that going because at the end of the day, it's about the players. And if, if those players are going to enjoy being, you know, staying in GHA, well, then we want them to continue to enjoy that. But you know, we've we've decided that it's that that our membership is better served by going somewhere else. So it's it's not meant to be a, you know, burn everything as we leave kind of scenario. And we want to be really careful to to make sure that people understand that. And and we say we Paladin speaks for himself. Some of us can watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I, I will admit that I tend to take a very, um, especially as somebody who's been as involved in the military, I tend to take a very, um, you know, shoot you in game and then have a beer with you later attitude about Eve. Um, I always have, and that's just, that's that's one of the things I love about Same it. Is, is, so uh, at, at the end of the day, we really want to make sure that, you know, the, the players aren't getting run over by the drama, right? Um, as I said earlier, it's, I'll openly admit that I really, I really try to look out for the players, whether they're on my team or not. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they're playing this game with me, and and if I'm, you know, if we're winning or if we're blowing them up, cool. If they're blowing us up, <laughs> you know, it's a game. That's I play this game and fly these ships because I can't do that in real life. So, uh, you have been writing novels, so uh, we'll, we'll make sure to include the link to your novels uh, later. On. I'm sure this. You have plenty to write about, right? <laughs> or did you have, or did you already have like enough to work with? <laughs> I've already got three stories, you know, plot lined out since you know from where I'm writing at. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, we can definitely talk about that at one point here. Sure. I mean, I've, I've been reaching out. I've been talking with Bo. He's writing something as well. 
he's writing like a like a memoir sort of thing. <laughs> so that's crazy, right? <laughs> let's let's go back again so, to exactly what do you guys think happened? Like, how did we get from here to again? The last time we did the show was was uh, everything was still going fine. We started uh, voting for the EC. That was the last last literally the last episode was when EC voting was going on when Bo was stating mm-hmm. <laughs> stepping down. <laughs> Yeah, going into the last EC, going into the last EC vote, and first of all, I do want to point out that this is pretty much a, a grouping of the military leads of, um, and and I don't necessarily consider myself one of them. I was more of a supporting act in terms of the leadership of the meeting or the leadership of the military. But um, you one thing nice I want to point out is <laughs> you're trying to say nice. <laughs> I. I Let's just say I was I was the project manager of of making things happen as best as I could. But at the end of the day, like you know, I, my hats off to to all the admirals that we had, both the the two of you, to Drag, to Zell for the time that he was an admiral. But one of the things that I do want to call out is for the initial EC, we had a lot of very strong individuals that had a very strong understanding of what they were getting into. And I don't want to say that the individuals who are who who were voted into the EC more recently um, weren't, but one thing we did see is we did start seeing a pretty increased amount of burnout during the last couple of weeks, and I know that that's had a very strong effect on, um, at least for us, making the decision that a lot of our leadership was getting to a point where we could not meet the needs of our court members and the needs of the alliance and support both at the same time and our the you know the gameplay of our members was starting to suffer and we wanted to take a look at what can we do to fix that problem and unfortunately for GHA we didn't see a solution that we could follow that that was in line with the rest of GHA at the same time as you know there were whispers going around about others maybe wanting to to not stick with things so we we kind of had to start looking at well is this going to fall and if it does what are our options going to be because at the end of the day i'll say it again and i'll keep saying it it's about the you know it's about our members we want them to be able to have access to the fun <laughs> i remember oh. that was our model players first storm did you want to chip in oh ella had a very good point there with transparency something that i have been in front of from day one um and put the players first and the players needs first uh, but some things have to remain behind walls until there is an agreement between those who actually take the shots so uh, but everything has been shared until now and when 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 people are starting to make secret groups around everywhere because they don't want people to listen in and uh, they only share parts of what they are thinking and how they are going to implant this into um, the structure that we have been honing for so long. Uh, I feel it's wrong. Um, yeah. But I think everyone feels uh, the same. And, yeah, and, and but the thing that hurts me the most up in all of this is that team that we were in the Golden Horn military, that definitely where I had the most contacts and where I put down the most effort. Um, 
that that team is resolving and we are going separate ways, that is kind of why one of the downside about an MMO because then you you start off in two different directions and those people are more or less dead to you because you don't interact with them anymore and that's sad that that that's the hardest yeah. part for me to 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 not be working with Hayu and Ella anymore and <laughs> the other guys that was in the, in, in the military leadership uh and I'm going to miss that so so what's what's going to happen to the military? I mean, without giving too much away, uh, <laughs> we're losing both all three admirals. Uh, Drake yeah, is well, red one too. So uh, yeah, and Drake is red one, and uh, Hayu was already had already left the emblem uh, before this, um, and I understand why, and I don't I I, I don't hold any grudges. I I just. I'm 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 sad about it because he's my friend. Um, yeah. And so, Hi, and, would and, you like to? Yeah, I mean, I I think there's. Um, well, first off, I mean, I played Eve online long enough and been through enough groups of friends to, yeah, you know, in any thing that you might feel, you know, two years from now, it's it's almost irrelevant. Like sometimes uh, those relationships, they just, they come and go. That's the beautiful, beautiful thing about the MMO. There's always new faces to meet um, and make new friends. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of time and effort spent into this game. And um, there was a lot of stuff on the backside that people, people never understand. I mean, how did we get here was the question you asked yeah. and, and you started off with the EC. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the EC was something that, closely resembled the initial SPC. Um, but <laughs> I, I think I will sum up to how did we get here with there was never any authority uh, with the decisions they were made. They were granted the authority to make decisions, but there was not like a consequence for the decisions they made a lot of times. Um, you know, I go back to like Evil Darkness calling out corpse that hadn't even registered members on discord and trying to figure out why and, and nobody was really they were essentially ignoring the man you know as he was going through trying to do this and i'm like that's crippling because we're trying to get ship replacement programs in um you know we're trying to set a bar and a standard and it was it was a, a point in time where there was never uh really a, that kind of authority and consequence you know there was no if you don't do x you're going to be kicked out of the alliance um there was there was never that kind of authority uh behind the voice of the ec and and so i think in a lot of ways that's what got us here i mean obviously uh we lost some citadels some of them were silly timers um initially but then even this this past weekend or I guess it was the weekend before last now time time flies um, that essentially they came um, Pantheon and friends were able to come in and and at 1400 I believe the timer came out one of our prime time would have been our prime time and they were able to take down a Citadel timer um, so you know it's always so we got in and and to backtrack even more, we got into this war to be a defensive player for Void, right? We said we were going to the aid of Void. Um, well, it really morphed where GHA became the forefront of both the attack from the enemy, um, 
by they put contracts on our head with first MC and then no alliance um, uh, Pew and spe- you know specifically they 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 made us the front front yard the front line um, not by necessarily our choosing but they knew that if somehow we managed to get all ten thousand players of the horde to turn to work against them they were yeah. they were threatened they were danger uh, so I think the enemies played it really smart. Um, they they tried to divide and conquer. Um, you know, from day one, Silent Alliance uh, was buddied up with uh, the SVC, the Southern Veil vale Coalition. You know, they they eventually joined them. So that turned uh, in the last two weeks red red enemies or hostiles on our northern border. Um, that was a great power play by uh, Silent, and then Genfed and Pantheon teaming up. Uh, they've they've been able to come over and knock it out of the park, even in our traditional time zone. And they've always been able to bat out of our league, not necessarily with numbers, um, but there, there's two major components, right? They've been able to come in bigger ships, and they come to they were able to come in better organized. And I and I say organized in the sense of they're essentially Genfed and Pantheon coming, so it's really two alliances um, or. Uh, you know, two coalition, you know, whatever you want to call them, where we had a disadvantage um, of our allies. It's, it's, you know, it is a disadvantage because we're all on different comps. There's a lot of the different alliances, Warp, OGE, Void. Void had kind of merged into our comps at this, this later stages of the war. But as a, as the, as this content coalition or Southern coalition, as we were called a couple different times, um, we, we, f- we fought an uphill battle because we were allied with multiple different languages. Um, we had a huge Russian component, Russian speaking yeah. component. Um, yeah, we have Zen Horde and their Asian peak component, but ACR angel cartel Republic, they're almost exclusively Asian time zone. And, um, and a lot of them can't even get on Discord. With the, they have to use VPNs to even try and get on Discord. So it really made a myriad of challenges uh, for us to create a mesh in the coalition, right? Where they're calling targets and, mm-hmm. and they can have all four or 500 pilots shooting the same target. We're struggling to get everybody on the same same grid, you know, so, so they, that was a unique challenge. I mean, uh, but it's an honorable thing to do. I, I don't, I'm not, don't discount how admirable it is to, to befriend people that aren't, that, that it's a challenge, I guess. I mean, right. Cause you, you don't take the easy way. It wasn't the easy way. And we didn't come into this war the easy way. We, we didn't, we were blue to gen fed. We were blue to silent cause we had fought in the bot wars together. Yeah. Um, and we came in this uh, this war to help Void, who honestly, I and that decision really came down to, and I was involved in a lot of the backdoor channel. Um, a lot of those backdoor channels, it, the decision discussing, okay, do we go help Void and risk this war with Genfet, was really, <laughs> sorry if you hear my daughter in the background, um, but <laughs> really, really came down to void their assistance in the civil war right when nsf broke free and tried to declare space of geminate that's what wrote it for void yeah yeah and and i know that for a lot of that like genfed was in a position where they they felt that they couldn't come to aid us even as they were our allies whereas void could and so um another big piece of that was also the fact that the the aggressors against Void at the time were mercenary, were mercenary coalition, and the idea of getting in to defend Void meant that we were getting in to defend against mercenaries, which didn't you know that that didn't really put us in a position we were going up against 
people who were traditionally our allies yet, although we were starting to have conversations with those allies about, hey, we're going to go help defend against these mercenaries. We just want to make sure that if, if if you're showing up, okay, great, we're there for the fight, but we want to make sure we get the, the, the Diplo sorted beforehand so that we don't have blue-on-blue problems. And um, I think that also speaks to something that you mentioned earlier, Storm, which is, yeah, we're we're not necessarily going to be playing with each other again in the near future, but if there's one thing I've learned about Eve, it's you try not to burn the bridges with the people because you're probably <laughs> going to be flying with those people again at some point, <laughs> whether you're shooting at them or flying with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah. I, I will gladly jump in a fleet and do stuff with Hayu with storm. Like I I'll, I'll gladly jump in and fly <laughs> with these people. I love flying me with too, these people, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it moves, it morphs, things change. That's the nature of this game. And you really want to make sure that when things morph back into a position where you're flying with the same people, you're not, you know, still digging up old stuff that you're upset about from the last time you were flying with them. So it, it takes a lot of, you know, letting things go in some cases. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes there's that drama. And the Reddit drama, especially towards the end of this war, has turned pretty nasty and it's made it hard to keep enjoying certain aspects of the game. So, you know, yeah, you might go and blow somebody up and, you know, I, I enjoy a good meme that gives me a razzin, right? That's, <laughs> that's part of the game. But when you start personally attacking individuals or you start getting into shouting matches with people over this game, that's when things start that's getting not. rough. That's, that's when it becomes less fun for the members because a lot of times they get caught in the crosshairs. Yeah. The crossfire. Yeah. Well, I I must say I'm proud of the horde. In many ways, um, we started to make a community, um, and we I think we are the first community in the history of New Eden that have gathered both Russian speaking and Chinese, Chinese. and yeah. English speaking players under one banner. I don't think that have been, has been done ever before, yes, uh, and and that, and that's something to be proud of. And we, we made it work. It's not just three individual groups that were fighting on the same banner, but we actually fighting together, and was having operations together. And and that's that's something to be proud of. Um, a lot of that works. Um, well, that was putting down to to get these groups together is put to Hayu, uh, with his title as working with the Russians, um, and and for you, Neon, oh, who yeah. was working I mean, was working everyone. a lot with with the with the Chinese speaking uh, corporations. Yeah. So so I'm grateful for 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 uh, writing that history and proving that this is possible. Um, <laughs> for as long as it lasted, it, it is it is an example that can be used in the future uh, to 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 lessen the grudge between the three um, the three language speaking uh, players. Um, yeah, I, I, it's one of the biggest accomplishments, um, certainly. But in a game like this, it is certainly one of the hardest challenges to overcome as a cooperative unit, right? Yeah. yeah. Different languages, mm -hmm. culture. I mean, um, I one one of the things that I very much enjoyed about that, like one of the things I can actually say, hey, look, I did, I did actually contribute was 
during the time that we were trying to work through a lot of that difficulty, uh, I can remember a lot of very odd hour calls and, and chats when I was working to get people set up with translation systems. We, you know, we set up a translation bot in our servers. You know, we, we started finding ways. Um, a big, big win for us was when we started finding ways to open up the, the high command level communication with uh, members of Jolly Roger and, and Blood Horde and eventually Red Threat, we became far more effective when we started finding ways to make that better and doing that easier to the point where there were definitely conversations I was having where it was, wait, you have these things? You're actually, <laughs> you actually have ways of, of building it. I mean, sometimes the translation was crap, but at least it was... You know, like we got the right people in the place, right? We got the right people in the right place to to create that channel of communication so that we could coordinate across time zones, so that we could coordinate across prime times in a way that really opened up the door to a lot of stuff for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think if, um, I guess, I don't know. I think maybe if the war had ended uh, when we dropped the WX Citadel, I think maybe this this would be a different conversation. It really would. Um, it, I think we needed it. We needed a reality check to to get you know some corpse in line with the ideas of how things work in Eve. Um, but at the same time, really have grown. Um, it had grown, if you will say, um, as a as an alliance. Our military was. I don't know how many ten factors of ten were we over leaps and bounds of December, right? When we could barely muster a fifty-man fleet. <laughs> we certainly came a long way. Uh, yeah. I am still stuck in the stage where uh, you guys were talking with Raw <laughs> and Avalia and the first group of <laughs> FCs that we had, the leaders that we had. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they are still around. Maybe not in the game, but they, they may still be watching. What what they certainly didn't exist. Uh, or are they? They're not around anymore, right? Well, I'm Rand, um, who was in in the chat, uh, the video chat I did with you and Avalia. Rand, uh, yeah. Randall Thorne. Yeah. Thor, Randall Thor. That name yeah. it always trips me up. He, um, but he, he's actually yeah. messaging me just now. Um, he's uh, he's a part of um, SVC, the Southern Bale Coalition. Okay, and uh, and so he's on one of the mutual servers that we're on together. And uh, <laughs> he just was talking about you know how well, I'll never forget you, how you even though you're leaving the area, <laughs> you showed me fleets can be fun, and I'll always live by that. So I sent him an appropriate <laughs> meme of let the good times roll. Um. <laughs> Well, That's what is like fun? Yes, sorry, Alda. Yeah, and and I know, and I know with like especially with the two that you and that you introduced there to the conversation, like I don't think we've really had a lot of conversations with them since um, since this the 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 short but brief civil war. Were they? Um, yeah. And Can you get into because you were like, very much involved, right? I. I was more I was more involved from the level of of just communication aspects, but it's another situation where there was a lot of drama. There was a lot of hard feelings, and in some cases, some people are still pretty frustrated and, and pissed off about you know what happened during that time. Um, it's like it's not a matter of of you know. It, it, Can that be 
direct and say that maybe they had a point. That maybe if they had their way, maybe GHA wouldn't end up like this. <laughs> would would, would, would oh. have? We, we, I, I, I don't know that. We can never know that, but right, right, the way exactly. that yes. we evolved after they left yes, was yes. to these new heights that That's right. made things possible for us. Yeah. Uh, and if they have stayed, I don't think we would have taken those steps. That's right. That's right. I think that's a good, that's a way of putting yeah, it. I mean, I, it goes back to the reality check thing, right? We said that uh, yeah. that that was a reality check, a gut check for the horde. Um, you know, the leadership model was a gut check for the horde, and here we are at at reality check numero whatever. I've lost count. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I, I, kept, I was having a conversation the other day, um, and and I said, how many times have we sit here and said, I'm going to give the horde one more week to see if it can survive? You know, because it seems like sometimes we get to points where like. I'm not sure what's mm -hmm. going to happen next week. Yeah, um, I think I think from a well, military with, with, standpoint, just uh, with, 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 with that said, um, I see that the, the clock is running away from me. Uh, I really need some sleep before the meeting. So if if you don't mind, I just round up my part now. Uh, hi, you. It was it. It has been an honor to fly with you, to lead with you, to be Aww. with you befriend you uh ella Bring to same that. to you um and um I, i'm i'm really gonna miss you guys uh we had we'll miss you too thing. we had <laughs> a really good thing there and um i i hope that our paths will cross in the future uh hopefully as allies and maybe we can do mm -hmm. this one more time um but yeah Thank we might have to change the name of the news channel, but we'll drink again. <laughs> <laughs> I Thank you guys it. for, uh, for uh, this awesome cooperation that we had between us. So We will miss up. your long speeches and, <laughs> <laughs> and just your effort. You know? You've been here since day one. And yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if everybody realizes, but this, like this, this, like the three of us plus a few more, this is every Monday afternoon for me. Like we were, you know, we were in a, like, I know it was evening for you, you know, Starman, but you know, every Monday afternoon was a call with the, with the high ranking military. And, you know, we'd be talking through these things and like this group that you're talking to right now, Neon, yeah. we were on the phone every you know, every Monday and at one point every Monday and every Thursday talking about how we could create the content for our membership that and, and how we could survive and what we needed to do and how we needed to do it. One of the things that I think made this so successful were the people that we got to work with. But at the same time was also the fact that the military, no matter what was happening in the drama, no matter what was happening with, you know, the CEO council yeah. or SVC or whatever, you guys were there. Like, I cannot yeah. tell you, I cannot tell you how many times we'd have something going on and one corp was like in, in a big fluster mm -hmm. and we're talking to, you know, the leading military commander of that corp and we're going, we're, we're, we're in the middle of having a planning session. Well, do we need to worry about that? No, 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 we don't need to worry about that. That'll get resolved. Let's keep focusing on this. You know, there were times when we were already, you know, two two operations ahead in our conversation 
you know, before we even found out that this group was looking to leave or something. And I mean, that's the, that I think that's a testament to what we created as a, as a military group of let's go out, have fun together. Let's create a system that works and let's not worry about the bullshit. Let's just get out there and play. So thank you for that. And, and, you know, to storm, thank you for being outside, brother. Get some sleep. Thank, Thank you guys. And thanks again for this awesome opportunity to get to know you guys. Yingqing, we're going nice to try to do more. Uh, feel free to come back because <laughs> uh, I feel like yeah. it's, uh, All right. yeah, it's a never-ending story. Take care, buddy. Yeah. Take care. Good night. Thanks. Okay, well, All right. we have much more to discuss um, <laughs> if time allows. <laughs> okay, I will go on as long as you guys will. I know Hayu has family and, and both of you have. We all have families to worry about, uh, so no other way. Uh, is this a good time to introduce your video, honey? Oh, sure. Okay. Um, so, what did you want to I share guess, with us? Let's uh, let's talk about how you vid. Uh, okay. Alter ego here. So, yeah. I want to backtrack the story a little bit because we talked about um, we dropped a Citadel. Yeah. NWX, um, and Zell and Drag came to me with this proposal and uh and they wanted me on board and i i was adamantly against it i said no i don't we're defensive i really don't want to place this citadel and and gen fed space and they're like no man it's just for content it's just for content let, let me stand up for a moment and say no 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 that was more of what you want to do what in the how now <laughs> like that was a little bit more forceful but yeah we, I, to place a citadel we were definitely talking space. about it yeah, I mean, I knew it was definitely logs. an overextension. So, okay. oh, I remember, I was, yeah. I was part of those. What was the reason behind it? To just well, they wanted, but, yeah. So the whole idea, or, or what was it? The, the, um, there was a well, push. First of all, Shack, Shack attack. Yes. Oh, Shadow. I was just a Shack attack. That was a big like. So uh, one of the, I mean, one of the things that we've always been a big you know, fan of in, in Reapers is going out there and, you know, what's the thing they don't expect us to do? What's the thing that we can try and pull off? And, you know, that led to, you know, placing Enreal, that led to placing a couple other, you know, deep, deep secret outposts um, just Love to see if guys. we could do it. And eventually, you know, eventually the, we all kind of got caught up and I think Drake got caught up in that and said, well, Genpet, yeah, Genpet keeps saying somebody should try and place a Citadel. <laughs> Maybe we should try and place a citadel, and of course the rest of us thought that was, you know, if, if, just, if somebody has a citadel to spare that they don't care about placing, that's probably going to get blown up. Sure, let's go do that. And when he says so, the rest of us, not high you. I was not <laughs> no, not high. By the way, was this last time I talked to Jenfed Kamalski uh, was uh, February second? Was this before or after that? This was after that. After later yeah. than February. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this uh, was after. Okay. I think so. So anyway, so the story of that is we drop the WX Citadel. It goes off without a hitch. <laughs> of course, it keeps getting reinforced, right? Because it's right next it's, to the back. It's it's in the back door of Jinfed, so they keep reinforcing <laughs> it. Um, and clearly, we have no intention of moving down there or anything. It was just for lols. Well, we got caught with our pants down because we went down one early morning to reinforce or to protect that citadel with our allies no problem <laughs> everybody's down there protecting that citadel well at that very time 
the reinforcement for our, our shields was coming out because we always we were self-reinforcing, right? We had this policy at you know yeah, 1400 yeah. to 1800 that. UTC, we're going to self-reinforce. Well, everybody did that, but the problem was is everybody was down south, so they uh, enemy fleet came in just <laughs> looking for content. They found our citadels at already coming out of shield. They're like, oh, we wait here for 30 minutes and this timer's up, and they found like. I think five total that night or that morning. It would have been that morning for me um, where, where they hit five citadels because we had already taken the shields off. So they put them into armor uh, and they were able to come back the next day. Uh, Wait, five on, on the, in uh, the same system? In different no, no, no. And, well, there's citadels, no, no. only one poor So they went around the region and found okay. five in the region that they okay. could hit at that time. We dropped okay. that many into the region. No, 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 no. So, we, so we're down south. Oh protected wx right okay, because okay. we had dropped it this okay. is back in geminate so 8mg okay. the one we're watching here is uh is the one is one of the ones that got hit that first <laughs> first time we were down defending wx okay, okay. pantheon pantheon and and this goes back even further right because one of the things zell's zell uh to his credit took a fleet arranged this big op to take the armor down the shields and the armor off a pantheon citadel and we actually killed a hole uh we so we one of the first citadel kill for us was a uh pantheon citadel a couple weeks prior to even all this so pantheon had a grudge against us and they wanted to start helping genfed and they got their moment of opportunity with a roaming gang that found these timers when we were down defending and weren't able to do our self-reinforcement. So long story short, uh, they caught us off guard and <laughs> uh, and then much to our dismay, they caught us where a lot of corpse did not have their timers set to favorable timers. Um, <laughs> it was some miscommunication, some lack of communication. Uh, some of the timers come out at like straight up US time zone, which has been our weakest time zone for the last two or three months. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so certainly, certainly some inopportune uh if you will timers um that really that hurt us it put us in a bind so 8mg was the first citadel that ca they came for the whole timer um and it was and it was bad luck right they came and hit it on a saturday and a sunday and the timer was set for tuesday at 2200 so it, we only had like three days not even three days to really prepare um and and try and muster the allies and get everybody coordinated but then again like i said our allies can't stay up that late because a lot of them are asian time zones so 2200 utc zero i don't even know do the translation math for me to to move the utc all the way over to uh, it was very uh wee hours just, of the morning for yeah. them and they had they only had yeah. to bring like 25 pilots yeah um and uh, there were some other things that happened with this battle so i mean um at, at the gate i wasn't able to have tags on because i wasn't sure how well uh my my ipad would handle this but you know fun fact my ipad pro this is one of the 12.9s um okay it never crashed everybody huh. in the fleet using emulators and different phones had terrible crashing problems yeah. but i recorded the entire fight never had a crash from, and this is my logi pilot that okay. we're, we're watching and it's just like wow um, so fun so fact on are that. we watching yet are you gonna show us 
Yeah, so so uh, the jump in you really don't you don't see what's going on in the original jump in because I have the tags uh, turned off, but you can kind of see here where we've come to uh, the station. The timer we fought on the gate as long as we could and tried to keep them on the gate, um, and the timer expired, and they were able to get out of bubbles and get to the nice. to the station. So here we are. This is where uh, the hey. sniper. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, um, if if you're playing something, we can't see it yet. You can't see the stream on um, how you vid. I can see it. Um, Did you wa click watch stream on how you vid? Maybe um, you have to click that. Yeah. Oh, I can see it now. Okay, okay I'm okay. sorry. I'm being silly. No, Me too. I, I just figured it out too. So we are <sighs> watching it together now. Oh, so just I was talking the whole time and watching. I saw Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren was one of our friends. Uh, from uni, where is he now? He's he's so trolling. Pantheon. <laughs> he's still playing Pantheon. Yeah, he he went to Pantheon, and he was actually uh, um, in the fleet that originally found this timer. Um, he's got uh, a special plate in his heart for Xanadu because he actually came from Xanadu. He was a Xan member that went to uni. Uh, so he has a special love for us, I would say. Hi, Kylo, uh, and he's a very good singer. He likes to sing. What on call that. Uh, yeah, I'll have to get a recording someday. Um, get a refill. You guys keep. All right. So essentially, uh, now that you can see the, the the thing I was talking about this whole time, didn't know you weren't watching. Uh, what what has happened is we've retreated. I say retreated, pulled back to the station because they're on station grid, and we're in our our little sniper bubble over here, uh, picking off essentially anybody that fell outside of their bubble, um, and they they got they got smart. They got good as they would say, and would actually use t tanky battleships pre-locked by their logi to poke their head outside the bubble and distract us, get our attention away from other people. Um, so there's, this is where the sniper doctrine broke, where we said, okay, no more. Um, essentially what the sniper doctrine does, even with, uh, we were outnumbered, uh, we were certainly outnumbered, but the sniper doctrine against this is this is tier nine. This is post tier nine, right? Mm -hmm. So there's Hurricane Lodgy on the field, um, mm -hmm. and I think I don't I didn't count it on this on the screen, uh, but I believe they had something to the magnitude of 24 uh, battlecruiser logistics um, and three nightmares. I want to say wow. it doesn't matter. One nightmare on grid is wow. all you need for this. Right. Um, the point of that is the the Hurricane logistics are just overpowered with the amount of shield that they can they can rep in the sense of and I don't I don't say overpowered game breaking because there's ways around everything, but it's overpowered in the sense it overpowers uh, your ability to DPS that down. Right. Snipers sniper weapons we all know are are longer range, less damage, right? Yeah. Uh, so so the longer range less damage can't can't break the bubble mm -hmm. of that much continuous rep power from battlecruiser logistics. So, um, and That's even crazy. if, yeah, even if you had enough to alpha the the nightmare shields, um, the Ferox Guardian that's right beside it would pick up where it left off, and you would never, you wouldn't go through both of them. So, and then the nightmare, you turn around and it'd be insta rep back to full shield. So, this this is where we really learned, and a lot of people tried to give us hate for switching from sniper. It's like, no, sniper works, sniper works, <laughs> guys. I love you all. Sniper does not work. Um, and 
at, in the current meta of the game, in the sense that you, mm-hmm. if they're properly in the bubble and and you're properly in your bubble, uh, and they're clearly on the objective, so you see the drone ball on the station and it's yeah. doing it's doing it, it's, they're doing they're, what they want to right now. Yeah. yeah, and there's nothing we can do about it. Even if we shot yes. drones, they still have plenty of non-drone yeah, yeah. based stuff um, to to Which cause is... this damage. So it's it's it, that's that's where we you know sniper fleets have their place when you're going to aid and you're maybe not the main fighting force, um, <laughs> or you're just kind of kiting and 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 not necessarily a fighting for an objective. But when you're outright trying to defend objective in the T nine meta right now, uh, you you can't do it. So this right. is this was where we officially made the call and the reckoning. Yeah. All right, we're going to brawlers. Everybody needs to switch over. Uh, we released the new doctrines, and and I feel bad for Malfactor and uh, uh, Distant Knight helped out with that because I was on them like you wouldn't believe, and I'm like, <laughs> get out of the way! I'll do the doctrines myself if you can't do them because because I, I knew everybody needed them. On on one hand, I have my corp leadership like, hey, you're telling us about new doctrines. I haven't seen it. I can't get new ships fitted till we get these doctrines. So I'm like. Mm-hmm. And and well, then where I had to just lay down. Go ahead. I was going to say at the same time, like speaking as somebody who is trying to manage doctrines for the corp, um, one of yeah. the things that that I think, good or bad, Golden Horde has handled corp doc or has handled. We you know we set a doctrine at the alliance level, yeah. but then each corp is responsible for making sure that their pilots are in doctrine ships and producing those ships and figuring out how they want to get their pilots in those ships and out to things. And that, that kind of really stifled us because we had some corps um, that were like, we were throwing out battleships for this fight. Like we had, oh, okay, we've got battleships. We're ready to go. We're, we're doing the battleship thing. We've got people with the right skills ready to go. And, you know, but, but we couldn't was... put that much mass. And, and that was, you know, even right after this, it was, I, I think we put out, we went from, having a sniper fit fleet to a, a full doction switch. Like we must've built, I don't know how many turkeys and how many, um, you know, gosh, I don't even remember what it was, but we literally revamped our entire SRP and doctrines <laughs> got new ships out to the members. Like we did this in a matter of days, a couple yeah. days. And we were sitting here going, how, I don't know how we did this, but look, we've got the ships. They're out there. People are using them. And still, it was it was crazy making that switch, but it had to happen. We had to catch up to the meta. So, the meta, you know, from another perspective, what I'm gonna get a refill while you're looking at this. Hang on. Okay, I as a EO player, um, the meta seems very strange to me. So maybe you can you can catch me up to this. So using nightmares and bubbles and drones. Basically, they can just take down. They can withhold damage while the drones take down uh, structures. Is that is that a fair assessment? So they come in with nightmares to tank and bubbles, uh, shield fields to to tank and lodges in battle battle cruisers. I never heard about that before mm-hmm. uh, in Yo. But anyway, so lodges, shield fields, and nightmares, they can pretty much withstand any damage and then let the drones do the work. Is that the, the current meta? Yeah, you, you, have to diverse your, you have to divorce yourself from EO 
ship mechanics. We've now <laughs> moved into a phase of Evacos where the things that were true in EO are very much not true in Evacos. The fact that a shield field exists, the power of it, the way drones work. Like, I'm looking at this thing, and if I had a smart bomb... Boy, this would be field day for me, yeah. right? Yeah. But, yeah. but that doesn't exist in Evacos. There's no smart bomb, and so bombs. there are co- there are, are bombs counters yet? to drone. Uh-huh. Uh, they're not in the same way. There are not the same so kind of really? bombs yet. Okay. Right. It's there are bombs, but they're they don't act the same way, and they don't really work the way we need them to yet. So there's just there's some things that are being kind of cleaned up there, and until that happens, then yeah, the the meta that you're seeing is. There are logi and so there's this idea of a tank. Like it's it, it's interesting that it does play off of the you know the traditional MMO mechanic a little bit more in that the shield field gives you the ability to have a tank, somebody that literally stands there and takes all the damage. And if their shield goes down, there's another tank right there ready to step in and take that damage. And how you as a logi team manage that like as how you said like they were in a position where they had so much logi they could afford to take a a battleship that was not that didn't have a shield field that literally just had its own shields put it outside their bubble and still keep it up with their logi reps like uh, a, a hurricane logistics ship is an insane amount of healing. It's really, really good. Again, that's and crazy they were able to use it very effectively. Yeah, because we use <laughs> we have logic ships. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a whole crazy. different it's a whole different kind of cane fleet. Like let me tell you, it's a very different kind of cane fleet. Um I mean even even tornadoes get used you know a little bit differently. Like the way you use the ships in Eva in Eve Online is diff- defiantly different than how you have to use them in yeah. Evacos. Sorry for taking this off topic, but... Uh... No, it's, it's, it's relevant because it brings me to the next point of why we lost this battle, right? Yeah. Timing, timing was a big part of it. We didn't have enough time to get our allies in the right place, um, and we had some allies that weren't able to get there in time. Um, and then secondly, we, we didn't... All, we, we were split doctrine, right? Here we are, obviously yeah. in sniper, yeah. and you see you see the b- ball on the bottom, just where it says yeah. the jump of WBF. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a ball of brawlers just sitting there staring at the enemy because right. they didn't have They're enough in the brawlers. Right? They can't do anything. <laughs> they can't run to that. So what what Genfed did, or actually, well, mostly Pantheon, I think, in this in this showcase, um, did was is a great meta because the turkeys. Um, they, you, do, you have a little bit of weapon damage that you can put to the station, or you can leave your drones to the, the station and use your weapons for long range. Um, but the turkeys are great because drones are the only thing that can counter the meta. Yeah. That's why it's yeah. brawlers. Brawlers and drones truly can counter the meta because they'll run up underneath the shields, right? Underneath that shield field, they're vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's caveats to that, and, and you'll see they've got smarter um, will actually have uh, guardians orbiting each other at 5km creating like an interlacing lattice yeah. of shield fields that yeah. can even can even inert your drones to where mm-hmm. they're, they're they're constantly shooting shield fields uh, so it's it's really come to a point and and I think that's why we're seeing Nettie's look to um, we're gonna see some major revamps to oh, the so. art Hopefully yeah so. I'm yeah, they said uh, the end of this month, I think, yeah, right? Yeah. Or end of April. Well, it's not quite April yet, is it? But we're we're gonna see some some real changes to in the end by the end of April, because this this is where it completely breaks 
uh, from armor, right? Right. The armor field right. module doesn't create any uh, impenetrable barrier, if you will. <laughs> what it does is is provides extra resistances and brings some of the damage to your ship. So, so if I've got a prophecy guardian, it it relies on their resistance. So, so the point of that is, if I have a rupture guardian with a shield field, and I just massively tank it, no damage mods, no nothing, just all tank, right? That all that applies to that shield field. So everybody underneath my bubble can do full damage mods, doesn't need any tank. But armor is completely opposite, where they have to have some local tank, yeah. uh, at, at least hardeners, if if not uh, their own repper or extender, because they, it doesn't get this near the same bonus. Uh, so it's it, it armor shield fields are almost inert right now. They're just stupid. Nobody even yeah. uses them. The only right. reason they use them is, is is if they have so many people and guardians. Hey, bring some armor so it takes them a little <laughs> bit longer to kill us. Um, we tank well, a I little mean, bit harder. Yeah, they're they're great for memes about throwing things away in the trash. I've seen them used there all the time. Uh, I mean, <laughs> prophecy guardians are like hood ornaments. I mean, I don't yeah. I don't know. So, by the way, for those out there that are wondering what the heck a turkey is, it's a prophecy. They they kind of look like a, a baked turkey Thank with you. a beak. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I get credit yeah, for that was their doctor name. Um, I, so. Oh, yeah? It was, it, it was the turkey uh, doctor. <laughs> I, I think they were going to be turkeys. They were going to be turkeys one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's also, like, yeah. There's, there's also a really... <laughs> yeah, no, they're a great riding ship. They're a great all-around <laughs> ship, but... You know, what Hayu said, like, even as we were here in this fleet, because this was right. actually one of the fights that I, this fell at a time that I was able to get to. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the things that was happening is even as we were in these fleets, we were looking at and watching this happen and yeah. very much aware of the situation. But I also, like, noticed that everybody's still there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, we came to the fight. We knew what was ha- like by this point in the fight. We knew what was happening, and we were trying to see if we could just do as much damage as we could. And even at the end of the day, the numbers didn't stack up. Like you mm-hmm. go back two weeks, like two weeks before this, to the fight at ZID or ZID or ZID. Okay, and like you, you look at the way that our sniper fleet held up against that. We had a brawler fleet and we had a stri- sniper fleet between us and our allies, and like we were getting insane amounts of kills. The, you know, the, there was a huge difference in, you know, in, in terms of kill versus loss. Um, and so just in was... that short time, in two weeks time with a bad timer with, you know, just all tech, like, tech that's over, yeah, tech nine, we were overextended. Like we were overextended by putting WX down. That's, I'm going to say right here and now, Hayu was not even a little bit wrong about that. And as somebody who was around for the excitement of, hey, let's go drop one right on their doorstep. Did you really just go out of your way to not say I was right? You said I wasn't wrong. But you like, you, you've kept a <laughs> enough to say I wasn't right. I was just Hayu, not wrong. Hayu was absolutely right. At the same time, I was there with the people who are like, we should do this thing. And, and I, I didn't tell them not to. So I, I didn't think they were going to find somebody silly enough to, to, to put a station down. So I'm like, yeah. sure, you know, if you guys can find somebody that's silly enough, we'll go ahead and take it. You know, we'll go ahead and take it to the admirals. 
Well, little did we know that it wasn't so much a matter about somebody being silly enough, but it was a matter of somebody saying, oh, what the hell, we'll eat this station and maybe we'll get something out of it. And, well, it turns out that Oz did get something out of it. So that one uh, came to bite us back in, in the ass about three different ways. So um, well, Caillou was right. But now that you brought this up, I, I want to talk about, um, oh, hey, that's a sexy kill now. Let's look at that one. Because I know Takini, <laughs> Takini and his group might, I don't know if they're going to get this far into a video. Uh, but so. anyways, let's, 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 I want to make a public apology to my dear friends at Oz. Um, and they, and they deserve it, right? <laughs> let's see if I can pull up the video here. Here we go. This what is the it? LJ fight. Okay. So, so LJ, um, again, some bad stuff happened with timing and, yeah. and, and, this this is where I owe them an apology. Um, I kind of took over this fleet after our fleet had our, our initial fleet had got wiped and, and reformed, and we're trying to come back because we still had a bunch of allies on grid. Clearly, as seen here, a lot of hostiles on grid. Yeah. Um, I'm blocking the turn there. Fifty six cruisers, forty four back. That's a lot. And, and so I, I just have to, to say, I, I'm sorry. I owe Oz an apology for that because shortly um, after this station is, is a lost cause, I call it, I say we're getting off the battlefield with as many um, allies as we can. Our allies just started burning home, and I kind of just followed them the, towards their home. And somebody tried to get my attention, and I didn't catch on to it, that there was another timer uh, coming out and about – I think it was about 32 minutes from the point where I called to called to let's get off the field. Let's let's get as many ships off the field as we can. Um, hindsight, if we would have stood stood our ground, we could have saved their citadel. Um, it literally, I, and this you can't make this crap up. One raven that was in P7 or somewhere or had logged off came from a different direction because uh, we had dictors the whole way to slow down their fleet. But a, a raven had either logged off, like I say, at the station or had come from a different direction. Anyways, a, a solo red raven got to that station with a timer less than 40 seconds. What? And he was able to fire on the station to keep their station from from repairing until the red this fleet here that you saw the five hundred or whatever could get there to reinforce him. Um, That's so crazy. I, I made a bad call. We 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 could have defended their station, maybe kept that raven off of it for forty <laughs> seconds, and and we would have we would have saved their station. Yeah, <laughs> that crazy. hindsight kicks you in the butt, doesn't it? Does and I raced to get over there and called every dictator to get over there as quick as I could, um, but it, to no to no avail. Um, once I realized the mistake I had made, we tried to get over there, um, but there was there was just not. No, was that during in the weekend? Where, sorry, was that during the weekend where we had like three timers in succession and like Shaq was yes. running like a madman across all of Cash? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was an insane weekend. Like. Nah. Like just the planning for that weekend. Like I remember Shaq going through and saying, okay, we've got this one. Then we have to get to this one. Then we have this one here. So let's set up a corner here, like literally trying to map out and plan multiple fleets across all of the space that we owned, which admittedly was too much with too few people mm -hmm. by that point in the game. Um, 
like that was another thing that we've been facing in 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 Golden Horde is we owned so much territory. Too much. There's we've a never spot been, here. We've never been. Yeah. I want to. I want to show. I want to. This is a tactical overview that I want everybody. I think everybody could learn from this. Uh, this was a really good example. Uh, I think I get a better view in just a second. You'll see me. I'm, I'm scouting here with an interceptor on this character to see, okay, what can I do? Okay. Right, perfect shot right here. I'm going to pause it. Okay. Um, what you see here in the bottom, I guess, left corner, yeah. this little ball, uh-huh. that is their Lodgy ball. That's separate from their main fleet, right? Because they knew, all right, we switched to brawlers. Yeah. So we have we have just gone headlong right into the mainstay of their fleet. And what did they do? They pulled their Lodgy off, just like in EVE Online. You pull your Lodgy away from the, the DPS. Yeah. Smart, 100%. Sure. So the count of battle uh, of battle well the count of logi is an is is important to note they had 46 logi on field <laughs> for the crazy. day of this battle that's yeah. almost an entire fleet yeah. so they, they they had amazing that hostiles had logi exactly so literally uh that logi fleet over there but yeah. look look what i try to do here and and yeah. this this if this would have worked um it would have <laughs> probably been my claim to fame in Evacos. um but Let's let's watch here for just a minute because it's always good to to look back and say, well, we gave it our college our college try here. So let me see if I can fast forward. I don't want to bore anybody, but um, we came up and I said, well, let me go get a get a warp in for you uh-huh. guys. So I I burned here in my interceptor, uh-huh. and you'll see. All right, I'm about to every I'm, I'm telling on comms. I wish I recorded comms. But I'm like, all right, I'm less than 50 km. Yeah. You all need to warp to me. Okay. So here's second, we're going to see a bunch of purple start falling in. And their their FC um, reacts perfectly and, and without any hesitation. And we'll watch here just a second. You'll see. Um, so they have a Dictor bubble up on top of their shield field. So they have at least two shield fields present there, you can tell, yeah. by the double bubble. And yeah. then they have at least two Hictors. That does two things. It keeps their crash logic from, from having to warp off. And it also um, keeps any hostiles from warping into the middle of them. In uh, EO, we call it a uh, defensive bubble. Correct, correct. Yeah. So this is so here we go. The purples are now coming to me. Um, I've I've called them all in and this this is our reinforcement fleet that we just brought in from nine nine five. So I said, All right, That's we're so gonna do the best range, we can. Right? Yeah, uh, so we're gonna do we're gonna do the best work we can do here. Yeah. Um some of them got stopped short somehow. I, you know how yeah I don't, I don't even know i don't even know what happened there okay. um i don't know if somebody accidentally warped at range uh but what what you'll see really quickly is yeah. they immediately make the call to bring their logi back in the bubble when they saw the threat of yeah. a 50-man fleet that was just charging headfirst into their logi because uh, mm-hmm. they know that that's a huge danger to, to the logi i mean and see yeah northern coalition uh, we're losing voice here. I can't hear you. Can oh, you? sorry. I was I was oh, yelling at my daughter to go you. to the back. That's cool. No. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna have to go here shortly, but um, but yeah, so here cool. we we did our best to charge in that bubble, um, and you'll see everybody's just MWD and YOLO. Yeah. Let's get to that interdictor um, sure, that they're sure. all anchored on. But you you'll you'll start to see them pulling back into their main bubble here. So it kind of like negated the whole charge. 
And for some reason, like I said, that there was a group that landed 50 off, and then there was a yeah. group that landed like 80 off. And I, I have no idea what happened there. Um, it's rather unfortunate. So, but this, yeah. this, so those, that would have been my claim to fame if I would have took down Hirohachi. <laughs> and, oh, you know, that's, that's just. Shut up. Yeah. So it does, that does go to show just how well, you know, like we're starting to get to a new phase of this game. Um, in oh, the beginning, yeah. you oh, yeah. all you had to do was follow a meta, yeah. right? Like the, the initial meta was the sniper fleet. You know, hey, right. just ball up on a sniper fleet and shoot you around. That was the meta. Then we got into a phase where the sniper fleet was still generally viable if you could keep pushing, you know, if you had about even numbers and you could keep pushing your enemy off the target. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that just stopped being that stopped being viable when two things happened. One, we hit tier nine and we started seeing the level of Logi show yeah. up and yeah. people were able to actually afford to bring multiple nightmares on field. Mm-hmm. Um the other thing that kind of killed that was also the people, this, this sort of thing that you're seeing here, this yeah. idea that we can start to separate our fleet. We can start to act independently depending on if we're lodgy or not. And that's a much, much more EO style of approach to combat. And we're starting <laughs> to see the game get to a point where people are starting to do that more often. Yeah. Um, and we were not like, we weren't in a place to either have the coordination we didn't. I, you know, we didn't have the coordination when we needed to. We didn't have the doctrines when we needed to. And yeah, that's on that's on us as leadership to say, hey, we got to get that out. We got to get there faster. We got to respond faster. Because even as Hayu is sitting here looking at it, saying, hey, look, let's pick this apart. Let's look at what happened. Like we're in a position now because we're we're leaving to look back and say, hey, look at these fights. Look at what we've what we've done and the things that happened. And look at this great job that 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 an FC is doing to. Tr- try and counter this and how they failed and how they succeeded at the end of the day, the biggest, the biggest thing that impacted us during this weekend of, of, of fights was just that we had to do them. (laughs) We had, we had a smear of fights and it was incredibly exhausting to go through fight after fight after fight, knowing that we were not going to have the people we needed against a time zone that was not a good time zone for us and realizing after the fact that for all the effort we had made for self-reinforcement, for all the effort we had made at getting our doctrines, at doing all the things we had done, nobody had gone out a week before or a couple weeks before when we, when the, when the, when the war started to shift, when we lost our prevalence of time zone, because in the previous, in the previous war, our allies were all, U.S. time zone or EU time zone. Nobody went and told everybody and made sure that they changed their reinforcement timers. And that absolutely kicked us in the pants because that led to these fights, which led to a general level of burnout and exhaustion. You know, even if somebody's willing, we've all got lives. This is a game that, you know, I think even more than EVE Online a lot of people playing this lot, game yeah. have less time to give. It's, it's, yeah. Hey, this is a phone game. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Like I know that I play this and not Eve online now be, be, because <laughs> this takes less of my time. Right. Now, granted, but. I also <laughs> have to discord warrior a little bit more than, than I get to play these <laughs> days, but you know, <laughs> yeah. 
Right. There's there's a lot of things that we can look at and say these are the things that led to the general level of exhaustion that that we're facing. But at the same time, having that many citadels that had to be defended, and like I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my hat off to Shaq here. Mm-hmm. Um, one second, Shaq. I, like, I wish we had uh, interview Shaq. I, I think we'll, we'll try to talk to him as well. Uh, you guys are both welcome to come Sorry. back and, and just chat. Uh, one, we're, like, we're coming up to the end here. We're, we're like way past the hour mark. Uh, but please finish your finish your thoughts, and, and then we'll move on to like the finishing uh, uh, thoughts. Fair enough. No, I was just going to say my hats are off to Shaq and Drag and, and, and Hayu and Storm and, um, uh, uh, sorry, ZX Menev, who is another one of our FCs, Polobot. Like, we've had a lot of FCs, and we've, we were able to survive and do what we did for so long because we had great FCs, and we had yeah. so many of them. Sure. Um, you know, we we were very blessed in Reapers to have so many strong FCs just in our corp. But it also meant that, like when when it came time for this weekend, that's that's what Reapers was doing. Like all of our leadership, all of our our, our fleet management and fleet coordination was working on how do we try to coordinate across this whole space to defend as many of these as we can. How do we do that? How do we do that? And and that was that was a big point at which we realized we had absolutely you know, put ourselves in a bad spot. So, and by that, and by that sentiment, I, when you, we go back to your original question, how did we get here? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I think, I think it's fair to circle back and close out with that yes. is how did we get here? We got here because we came, uh, we came to put this together where everybody could have a voice and everybody could kind of have the same rights and responsibilities as everybody else. Um, but the, the sad truth of EVE Online is a group that of 100 men is not the same as a group of 10,000 men. Um, and, 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 what that, and what that entails is they, if every 40-man corp puts down a citadel, um, the, 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 they have no way to defend that. So <clears throat> you, you, this comes back to why did we fail? I think it really comes down to not having that authoritative position to tell someone no. Right. Mm-hmm. To say, hey, no, this is what we're going to do. We're going to limit our exposure. And part of it is it was a new game. Nobody knew uh, how Sov was going to turn out. And I, I don't think anybody really predicted that we would become the prime target uh, for the entire hostile coalition either. <laughs> well, so or, or the fact that Pantheon would grow in size quite as fast as they did. They picked up several more alliances, entire alliances, as this war shifted well, to the right. point where... You know, true. Yeah, said, said it best right. on his uh, podcast, where uh, the the best way to defeat an enemy or the best victory is to have them turn around and join you after you've defeated them. <laughs> um, I, I was listening to True 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 Beast. He's the uh, uh, leader of Silent Alliance underneath um, Mr. Okay. Pay to Win. Okay. So I, I Echoes of the New Eden. One of the podcasts I was listening to this morning, okay. and and he said that. But it's it's a very good form. It's a very good truth, right? So sure. and and, sure. and Elle is right. They certainly picked up um, a huge group of of corpse from from Fountain. Um, Wow, yeah. Cloudring, the whole that whole 
East versus West mm-hmm. really came into existence. Right. Um, and, and so they were able to bring the numbers when they were fighting amongst themselves a little bit uh, It turned around and they all came over here. And, right. you know, there's something to be said that a lot of groups like that, that grow that big, that fast, uh, will can unite under under a banner for for war. Um, but oftentimes you'll see them kind of kind of like the Vikings go back to their clans uh, after the the bigger sure. battles and attacks are over. So it'll be interesting to be seen. You know, I think Nullsec, I think it's very fair to say Nullsec will not look the way it looks right now um, sure, tomorrow sure. because we know a lot of corpses are leaving the Golden Horde. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nullsec certainly won't mm-hmm. look the same way in, in 12 months from now. And that's right. that's the beauty of it. Um, the meta is changing. NetEase is constantly um, changing the game. And as we tech level up, things change. So, you know, it's it's important, um, I think, to to say that the experiment of democracy and Eve um, and New Eden has continued to fail. And, and I don't I'm not pointing that any one person. I, I've been a vocal critic of it because I've said, look, I played Eve online since 2003, guys. I've never seen it work. But if that's what you want to do, have fun. Um, I don't want to be involved in it except for the military. And somehow I kept getting involved and would come back and try to walk away. But anyways, I, I feel, I feel my heart's out for everybody that's put their blood, sweat and tears into the horde. Um, you guys tried to do something that's never been done and, and still to this day hasn't, hasn't survived. I don't even, I, I, I would dare to say the horde was probably the longest democracy I've ever seen survive in null sec. <laughs> um, and, probably. And, and that partly comes from this is just that new of a game, right? Because I, I, you know, and I, I go back to an all hands we had with Bo, and Bo said, "Hi, you. I want you to come in and and talk to talk to the guys." And uh, we were getting complaints about CTAs. This oh, is before goodness. sovereignty, right, and I'm like, right. "Listen, <laughs> listen, folks. If you think uh, there's CTAs and we haven't even gotten to sovereignty yet <laughs> in the game, um, you've got a rude awakening coming your way." Yeah. And I hate to I hate to say here on March 30th, I told you so. <laughs> Uh, but I've got to I've got to hear from Ella that Hayu was right, so that's one checkbox. And I'm going to say I told you so, so that's two checkboxes. But I uh, I want to say I wish everybody the best of luck. Um, I know uh, most of the corps that are leaving have announced that they're they're departing the horde. Um, and and you know I, I I get my hats off. It was it was a it was a hell of a try and, a, you know, a good college effort. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's something that just oh. democracy is the it's 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 an amazing. Everybody wants democracy and in, in the real world. <laughs> but in a game, there, that is too much work yeah. uh, for a game. And that's I think that's sure. the truth. Yeah. yeah, there there was just way too much work yeah. for a lot of people. And, and yeah. you know, even with even with all the officers that were constantly rotating through, you know, it, it was just. Yeah. So I think also the people like I, that's what I, that's what I'll miss is a lot of the people that we got to work with. But at the same time, I am sure I will get to work with a lot of them again. And that's, that's cool. I'm looking forward to working with people again. I'm looking forward to people who were my enemies a little bit ago, not necessarily being my enemies again. And so, you know, the, the flavor of our conversations can be, a little bit of strain, you know, um, you know, that's one of the things, by the way, I, I want to do a shout out. Uh, Echoes of New Eden is, is the podcast by Rambo. Yes. And one of the things that I love about what he does is he, I feel like he's really good at staying neutral. 
at, at really focusing on <laughs> his guests on what they're trying to say and having yes. those conversations with them without really injecting his point of view. And like, I think that's really cool. I like I like seeing how he does that. So I Stay also tuned. agree. I, I'm We've a fan of that already show. arranged a show probably tomorrow. Uh, Recorded. So I join us too if you want to. Talk uh, <clears throat> more. <laughs> I wanted to give a shout out um, to all the FCs. Um, honestly, that's worked under under Ella, me, Drake. Um, the the have worked under the GHM uh, Golden Horde Military. For those unaware, uh, there's been a lot of hours and a lot of time from these. Ultimately, in Eve Online, your FCs are your content creators. Yeah, we we're used to content creators yeah. being YouTube yeah. people uh, in, in this day and age. No. But in the Eve Online, the people that the create content, ones, yeah. yeah, are are the, are the fleet commanders that that take these fleets. So a uh, big shout out to those guys. And and there's nothing more satisfying to me in playing this game. And you know, we talk about the friends that we've made and all this. But honest. Um, and truth from the heart that the the thing that means the most and why I keep doing this is the new FCs that come up and they tell you, man, I got into this. I got hooked on PVP because of one of your fleets. And and when they come up yeah. and through the ranks that way, you know, Shaq, Shaq was, uh, oh um, my God. Shaq was, came from nothing. P- Care Bear, total Care Bear. So, I'm pretty sure he brought well, a retriever to the first fleet. Well, before, okay, before this game, like, yeah, I don't think Shaq, but like early, early Reaper history, like Shaq, Shaq was out there actively taking members and running bomber fleets from or running fleets from almost day one. And he was always like, Hey, I love what I'm doing. And and it took, it actually took a lot of convincing to get him, you know, Hey, you, you really need to go spend time with these people in the Alliance. You really, I really want them to see how you run a fleet. I really want them to get to run fleets with you. Um, but yeah, he, before Eve, before Eve echoes. Yeah. He, he, he was, probably not that into pvp but i was the same way like i didn't i didn't enjoy pvp until eve online and i was sitting in a wormhole corp nobody knew i was there and i could bounce like no local <laughs> you're at my whim I'm talking about that yeah so yeah and no it's like getting to watch a lot of these fcs go from i think i might want to do this to being some of the lead fcs of this of this alliance has been an absolute wonder to be part of. Yeah, so on that shout out, let's keep the names coming because I feel like they deserve it. Kiss This has been a rising star. Uh, we yeah. had Boris from Odin. We had Captain um, Pang. What's this? Captain Pang. Um, I, I listen, I can't say enough about um, well, Blood Horde, and we have to talk about um, Zakat, which. Zakat. Uh, oh yeah, my Zakat. God, Zakat. Which I guess translates to Dusk in English. Like, really? like dusk, yeah. uh, like you have dusk and dawn. It's like dusk. It's like almost before night, right? right? Ella, uh, Ella and I did. A, we did an episode with those guys to cat in, in the Russian. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, it was a, a great episode were, too. They were amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. Total, total wolf when wolf, it comes yeah. to combat. <laughs> yes. He is. He is yeah, the, the pinnacle of like Putin riding on a bear, that meme <laughs> that used to go around. Every time I, I talk to this cat, I said, this is what I picture when I talk to you. It's just you <laughs> running around <laughs> some Siberian peninsula on a bear. Um, but yeah, he is just, the he's beast. the man. And, 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 and a lot of that group, they, they really did a great job. So Polovod, I love you, man. Um, all, all you guys that, that came I command and through the ranks, even the little FCs, um, I'll appreciate all of you guys and the time you put in this. Mm-hmm. Keep making content for your members because that's what you is about. 
Um, you can only do so many anomalies together before you have to get a taste for PvP. <laughs> I'm trying to make this figure I can. Uh, the last shout out for yeah. me is again a lot of our designers. We used to have a marketing team that's no longer with us, uh, but before they left, they created a lot of amazing stuff for us, including uh, like the, the court infograph, the uh, like all the stuff you find on goldenhorsecares.com is going to be closing down soon. But if you want to remember <laughs> part of uh, the, the Golden Horse, like the shirts that uh, Mr. Elamin is wearing, you can see it's here too. So uh, check out ghgears.com before it closes down. <laughs> That's all I got to say. It's We spend yeah. a lot of time into this. As you can see, we have so many products, so many variations. We, we did put a lot of time into this. And it's sad that everybody has left the game, literally. Like, we have, like, at least 10 people. Well, and that's, stuff. Yeah. a lot of them have, but some of them haven't. Some of them have also decided that they'd rather go and just do high-set content. Like, I know the individual who designed this logo, he's still playing. He's just He just really wanted to kind of go do high-set content and okay. not really be involved in that. I um, like, he's yeah. still... Uh, he's actually right now. He's actually working on uh, a cover for one of my next books, so or one of my next stories. Nice. So like, he's still out there doing stuff. He's There's still a lot of people talent. out there doing okay. stuff. They just show people your your shirt. It's it's awesome. All designed by Corwin himself, and mm-hmm. it, it looks awesome. Like oh. it's one of the best designs I've seen. Uh, let me just. Show oh yeah. You the, well, the uh, we definitely the, benefit from that. Oh yeah. Look at look at like. Um, and, and you can also on. see. Yeah. Yeah, you can also see his work in um like he's done every cover for me so far for the stories and they've been just fantastic and wonderful. Um but yeah. Shout out to him, uh Red One Corman. Uh we miss you and all the designers we have. Odin Matara, he was uh also a main force. She 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 was. It's- Oh yeah, she's so many of our logos so, came from Matara and I was so sad when she kind of stepped away from things cuz I had to I had to start using Photoshop to try and okay, well she made these things, maybe I could put those together with those things and we can keep this going. But yeah. I remember Golden Horror Military, all of the insignias uh ranking the logos. Anywho, um again, we're going to be talking to Zell and among others in Echoes of New Eden, uh, Mr. Ramble tomorrow uh feel free to join us again yeah uh again thank you guys for sticking with us for an hour and a half (laughs) Uh, the longest thank you for having us thank you thank you thank you guys uh we'll be talking more in the future hey sounds good shout out to everybody love you all have a good night good night thank you